0: Talk Radio. I can't do this, this is too much, what am I supposed to, go to, go to do, what am I supposed to, to do, do? do, so to do? I need help, I need answers, I need answers, right. who's gonna be there, I've so much, I feel like work. I've tried I'm everything, to but now, what am I supposed to do, what am I supposed to do, just breathe. Be a whole woman, a whole woman, a whole woman Say I wanna be a whole woman, a whole woman A whole woman, say I can't live a whole life with half a self, with half of me in tow, saving the potential in me for some rainy day as if there isn't more to be living for. How can God work with half a woman towards her full potential? How can he pour blessings into my cup that overfloweth if my insecurities and sins have created holes that can't store it? I wrestle with principalities against my own flesh and blood, looking towards the mark of the higher calling, but that takes a whole lot of faith. And to follow where he leads takes a whole lot of dedication. And to stand in the face of my fears, or to proclaim the life of Christ, or even to love my neighbor takes a whole lot of preparation. So half of me won't do. Giving only half my day or half my thoughts or half of everything I got is not only useless but unwise when God sees me holy with his own eyes. When God in his grace sees me holy with his own eyes. So I want to be a whole woman, a whole woman, a whole woman, say, I I want to be a whole woman, a whole woman, a whole woman, say, I got to get it right. My purpose is on the line. And how can I have only half the mind to do what's right or spend less than half of the time attempting to develop myself into disciplined study or focused way of life? When it takes to committing the whole mind, the whole body is a living sacrifice. See, we want full blessings from the Lord, but we only pray half the time. And sometimes we remember to love our neighbor, but we seek God's love all the time. We go into situations and relationships with half of ourselves in tow, still hoping good things will come from them despite. And we forget that to love God with our whole heart takes a constant renewing of the mind. A constant reviewing of our lives. For many of the things we need to grow takes a committed and dedicated whole. Not got from simple Bible reading or occasional fasting and praying. But our whole effort with our whole heart gives God the room to bring out the wholeness in us that he created within us long ago. So I chanted like I wanted, like it's part of my whole being like it's significant, like it's attainable as if my spirit desired it. I needed to present myself fully as committed to his word. I want to be a whole woman, because half a woman can't quite gain wisdom in this world. So each day I pray the prayer of complete reliance on God and all his magnificence, for only he is able to bring out in me the wholeness that he created. I'm not whole on my own, but I belong to you. I'm not of myself, but of you and your divine purpose. I am not alone, but with you. I seek your guidance in my daily business. I'm not whole on my own, but pieced together by your hand, hand, held together by your will. I'm not led by neither wants, desires, or personal debates, but ever yielding to that which you lay before me. So today, as every day, I listen to your voice, walk in step with you, seek your wisdom, and lay no claim to my own life so that I may be aligned with your way. For I seek to be a whole woman, a whole woman, a whole woman. God, I want to live what you made me, a whole woman. A whole woman. A whole woman. Amen.
1: Welcome to Soul Purpose Tuesdays. I'm asking you to walk with me because I'm walking in wellness. Soul Purpose Tuesdays is back here on Master Grio Radio. And I am Jacqueline Taylor Adams and I am your host for this moment in time. Soul Purpose is back with a renewed commitment to be well. Um, As from, I think we started in 2008 to 2009 during our Soul Purpose Tuesday series, and from that time I have experienced, especially my mother, who is battling illnesses that are due to poor nutrition, and exercise, and I see so many people who have passed on and are not living as well as they could, especially in my church family, um, because we just don't eat right. We don't exercise. So I have started a renewed commitment. We formed a community program called I'm Walking and Wellness. You can learn a little bit about it by going to www i'm i am walking in dot com that's i am walking i n wellness dot com and part of our walk in wellness includes of course you know great products that help us be well and the first of us is soul purpose soul purpose is a dynamic lifestyle company founded. By the one and only Nadine Thompson Um, This is not my first endeavor with Soul Purpose And definitely not my first endeavor with Nadine Thompson I have seen her success And um, I have been part of the success And I'm just continuing what I've been missing Uh, I went to the wayside and I've been missing out I want my all natural, pure essential oils Products back by quality at a price that I can afford, you know there is nothing like this level of products, and nothing like eating well and being well, and that is just our Pacific goal so here on soul purpose Tuesdays, we do understand that being well means being balanced body, mind, and spirit. So we have great guests that's going to come to you on the first Tuesday of each month who will just share just, you know, great, magnificent things about living well. And um, our guest today is, I call him the serial entrepreneur because he does so much. And you will hear throughout the show everything that he does. We're focusing more on two areas today, but we do want to show you the well-roundedness because part of Soul Purpose and Soul Purpose Lifestyle Company is an entrepreneurial endeavor. This is a woman who had a vision, who cre- who went from vision to manifest her realities. And, you know, even through her ups and downs, she has always been successful and has just created her own company based off of what she knew, what she was given, and um, just from everything within her, with a huge following. And now we're five years old, and entrepreneurship is the core of, you know, at least as far as our walk here. And so we're going to talk to a serial entrepreneur who believes in living healthy and being healthy well, body, mind, and spirit, And since we have a wonderful man as our guest, we do want to also share with you Father's Day is coming up, and we have some great Father's Day products with Soul Purpose, so later on we're going to just speak to you, but just to get you in the feel and the groove For just, you know, our greatness of our men and pampering our men, and just, you know, want to keep you in that mind. Thought we have like some great three cents. We have Australian sandalwood, we have a Hollywood fresh, and a Haitian vetiver pepper. Those are like our three cents, you know, just to celebrate our men and bring out the best in our men. So now, um, before we move on, I'm going to do two things in celebrating men and talking about men. We're going to hear a little bit of Daddy's Home, and then we're going to roll right into Polymath. Our author, serial entrepreneur, food mixologist, guest Anthony Stewart, calls himself a polymath. And we're going to listen to his digital music off his recently released digital album. So, the polymath is from near, and we're just going to celebrate our fathers with a little daddy's home,
2: You're my love.
1: How are you, Anthony?
3: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Welcome to Soul Purpose Tuesdays.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: All right. So just to let everybody know, um, I know everyone wants to know who is Anthony Stewart. So tell us a little bit about Anthony Stewart, especially from a soul purpose standpoint, living a purpose life.
3: Uh, I'll keep it very brief and just say this. I'm not unlike anyone else who is uh, here on this planet to live and experience, to explore, to uh, engage people in different activities of life to the fullest, to enjoy them, to then pass that on to my children and those around me. Uh, I'm just someone who's who's here to, to, to seek out different adventures, and that's what I try to do every day.
1: Okay. Now, um, I call you the serial entrepreneur because um, (laughs) you do so much, (laughs) so many great things, and um, you've been a great asset to me. Um, So this is sole purpose, so just share, um, I guess, the next step. First, where are you from?
3: St. Louis, originally, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Okay, all righty. And just share with us your... um, your experience as far as like holistic living. I know you've even, you know, made some products and now you're the um food mixologist and you're author of a book, Shift, Stop Think and Be Without Doubt. You know. Um <clears throat> so share I'll, with I'll us kinda of what what moved you in that direction. Have you always lived holistically? Um, if not, you know, you know, what moved you to, you know, into this type of lifestyle?
3: Okay, well, I've, I didn't always live holistically. In fact, the way that I even got into understanding that I wasn't living holistically uh, was when I was in the Nation of Islam. I was in the Nation of Islam for seven years. Well, actually, before that, because uh, I used to be incarcerated like so many other brothers out here, and I had a chance to sit still and start reading. And in reading books like the ISIS papers, Message to the Black Man, Destruction of Black Civilization, uh, Kill Thyself by Queen of Four, that was was extremely impactful on my life, Um, How to Eat to Live and different things like that. Then coming out of jail and being in the nation for seven years, uh, I was able to see and get a clear understanding that I had no idea what I was doing. I had no real knowledge of self. So at that point, it's like, okay, I've lived to this point in my life not being holistic in my approach towards self. What kind of life could I possibly have if I become holistic in my approach? And when I say holistic, um, I mean not just the food I eat, but the the information that I take in with the, the books that I read. Uh, also, the, the things that I do, that I express the way that I live, how I embrace and how I engage life. So it's, it's like they say, mind, body, and soul. If you're not working to, to feed yourself the best on those three levels, then you're going to be, you're going to be lacking. So if you're out there and you're wondering, well, I'm eating right. What's wrong with me? Okay, what are you thinking? What type of mental information or spiritual information are you taking in? You know, or well, I'm this very sp- spiritual person. I pray all the time, but then you're you taking food that that kills you, or you watch TV shows or whatever type of TV programming or reading, you know, certain type of publications or whatever that's steady poisoning your uh, whole makeup. So you want to try to block all of those different directions. Uh, or have a a conscious mind that's strong enough and on guard to be the the gatekeeper, to block those pathways of uh, information, be it food information, you know, spiritual information, or just knowledge information. You want to be able to get control of those. So that's, that's what I mean when I say holistic, and that's what I've been trying to develop and get into the minds of the people that I encounter. So at one point I was just really into, okay, let me get their attention, let me get their attention, let me create uh, – you know, independent video channel, or let me create this this one thing, or I jump over to the food aspect, or I jump over to the body care products. You know, I was doing you know one piece at a time, trying to reach people, and it's like you really need a holistic approach. So if you have, uh, let's say an organization, you know, we have the conscious community out here. If you have an organization, and you're trying to really help our people, we need to have a three prong approach. You need to have a, a dietary plan. You need to have something, you know, mental, mentally stimulating. And spiritually stimulating for each and every person that's sitting now. You don't have to go through and figure out their own unique being, but at least have a platform by which, when they bring their unique selves to the table to be fed on those three different levels, they can figure it out themselves, but they're still eating from the best. They're still, I mean, when you go to a farm, you know, you may, you may not like corn, you may like corn, you may not like, you know, <laughs> this over here and that over there, so you can figure that part out, but at least the soil from which these foods grow is a fertile soil.
2: All right.
1: Hope I didn't
3: um, say too much just then. (laughs) No,
1: you said uh, you said enough, (laughs) and um, it's just you know basically on our thought pattern, and I just think many Westerners are really starting to realize what has been an Eastern philosophy that you're not balanced until you, um, you know, are balanced body, mind, and um, spirit. You can't. You know, you can't say, you know, you're so spiritually great And you're devastating your body with how you treat it What you put in it, what you put on it And um, so in that vein no, I just want to, like, you know, move on. Um, When you wrote the book, and I love it, Stop, thinking, Be Without Doubt. And one thing I do like about the way you write, you offer real examples. And I don't know if that's a trainer in you, because when I first encountered you online, you were doing <laughs> training videos. So
0: exactly. I don't know if that's a
1: trainer in you, but it's great. It, it, because you teach, you don't just give information, but you Give us ways in which to apply it and show us examples so people can retain more. But tell right. us a little bit about Shift, Stop Thinking, Be Without Doubt. You know, what? May, what's the book about? What motivated you to write? What motivated you, you know, to write it and then um, mm-hmm. about the exercises that you have within it?
3: Well, um, just like a lot of us have in our life, we reach low low points. In fact I just put a post up uh today that uh it was a picture of a lot of fresh vegetables and all and said uh we all should have a fresh start. And I was at a point where I needed a fresh start and I needed answers and I had to turn within, you know, I've been reading all these books for so long and I was sitting there going, Okay, well if I've been reading all of this information, why is it why is it that I don't have the answers I need right now? So uh I was uh Stand at a hotel at that particular time. I just went through a divorce and all like that, and I was standing at a hotel. And I said, "Man, I got I got to get this out of me. This, this this frustration that I have." So I just started writing down, you know, my issues, my frustrations with life. And the more that I wrote them down, I said, "Okay, I need to start trying to write some answers." Okay, now let me get on the other side. How would I approach myself and answer these questions? And the more and more I wrote the book started to develop and started to come out. And I was like, okay, all right, all right, all right, good. Let me go ahead and put this into a book form. So I came up with shift, stop, think, and be without doubt. The stop part being that I found that I I would do what a friend of mine would call um, mental time travel, where we're worried about either what is about to happen or we're dwelling on what has happened in the past. We're everywhere but in the present. Our focus is on, okay, well, here comes this bill, and if this bill gets here and I don't pay this bill, I'm going to have this problem. Or, oh, when she gets home, I got to hear her mouth. Or when he gets home, I got to hear his mouth or the children or who, whatever the situation is that's in the future. Same thing with, happened in the past. Oh, this happened to me when I was young. That happened to me when I was young. I was in jail. I was homeless. I was, and you let these things work It's like you're mentally living in another space. So I myself had to stop mentally time traveling and be in the present. So I go through and give some exercises on how to keep yourself focused in the present In the book, where, uh, in that chapter, just dealing with stopping. Uh, one of them is uh, I start off talking about your favorite things and how I have you for a week to do nothing but wear your favorite clothes, eat your favorite foods, put on your favorite cologne, even if you've got to repeat and wear the same clothes again. Just make sure that they're clean and you wear whatever <laughs> it is that makes you feel The best about yourself, because when you're wearing your favorite clothes, when you're smelling your favorite cologne, when you're listening to your uh, favorite music and eating your favorite foods, if you just do that for the next 20 minutes, you're going to feel a change in your life. And it's like you're putting on your armor, in a sense. You know how you talk about the uh, Christian religion, the whole armor of God. Well, that's like putting on an armor for yourself. You're setting your mindset up. You're setting up an atmosphere about yourself that says, all right, come on, anything that comes at me, I have a way to repel those things. So that helps me to stay here in the present. Somebody's yelling at me and trying to take me somewhere else. Somebody arguing with me or something like that. Instead of going out there, I can stay right here in the present thinking, man, I really like how these jeans fit on me. Man, this is one of my favorite shirts. Not that you're (laughs) ignoring the person, but you're creating an atmosphere that keeps you calm and cool because you feel really great about yourself because you have your favorite things on. Anyway, I go on to talk about uh, in the next chapter, uh, think, how our mind, our imagination is like our God-given tool of creation. Any type of reality we want to have, we just have to first envision it. You have to, so we stop it, and we're going to calm down first, get you in the, in the now. Now we're going to start to think and to create the reality we really want, create the situation we really want. Instead of sitting here worrying whether or not I'm about to get fired from my job, I'm going to think, well, I don't want to worry about that, so I'm not getting fired. And if I do, cool, I mean, i got the rest of the day to go enjoy my favorite things, and then tomorrow start planning for what I need to do from there. So in other words, it's about your whole attitude and, and uh, the creative steps you want to take mentally to, to set yourself up for what you really want to do in life. I come across so many people who, who have great jobs but are not happy, those who don't have any job and uh, are doing it for self in business, but they're still not happy because they're not doing what they really, really feel that they are purposed and designed to do, what they're wired to do. So what they do is they go with their skill set, what somebody told them, hey, this is your skill. I had that happen a lot with me. Oh, you're a great designer. You should just be a designer. Okay, well, I'm far more than that. And until you're able to embrace the thing that you really, really feel at your core that you're supposed to be doing to make that brings you happiness and peace, then what kind of life are you living? I mean, if you have to go through drama and stress out here, why not go through it with by doing something that you love to do? If you know you got to worry about, haters and all the rest of the stuff that's going on out here wouldn't it be better to be able to deal with it from a working position a financial position that you're comfortable with that you're happy with from the the labor that you do that you love to do anyway i don't want to go too far off into that you <laughs> know the uh, next chapter <laughs> be without doubt that is huge because in the b stage or the b chapter is all about doing with confidence with the the confidence that it is done. It's not about doubt. There's no such thing as doubt in nature. N- doubt does okay. not exist in nature. It only exists in our mind. We create doubt. Oh, I know I'm not, not going to get paid today. I know I'm not going to get the type of money I need. Oh, See, when you think you're doubting, what you're actually doing is creating a reality.
4: Mm-hmm. You're being
3: certain. Good doubt is being certain of the negative outcome. It's like you're praying for the negative outcome, like a friend of mine said, worrying is a prayer for the neg- negative outcome. Who, who in their right mind would do that? So you have to mm-hmm. move with utmost confidence that it is done. Until you know that it's not done, then you're going to continue to do it. They used to teach that in uh, martial arts. You know, you stand there and you're scoring off in front of your opponent. They're already hit. You're not thinking, well, I hope I get to hit him hit. No, they're hit already. It's already done. Same thing with gymnastics. Mm-hmm. You don't stop to think about whether or not you're going to complete the exercise. No, it's already done. You're just executing it at that point. You're just going through the motions at that point. So it has to be the same with your activity and your approach to life. Remove the doubt. Just move without it. Try for a day. There is no doubt. I have no doubt. Say that to yourself. Repeat it over and over. I have no doubt. There is no doubt. I move. Mm-hmm. I'm going forward. This is done. This is completed. Be and it is, as they say in uh in Islamic in Islam, especially the nation of Islam. Allah says, "Only be and it is. Be and it is." I thought it is done already. Not okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's gonna just think of, if God or the spiritual force or however you want to view God looked at the world in doubt, we wouldn't even exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd probably be thinking negative. So if you wanna see yourself in uh the form or disciple of God, or however you see yourself in relation to God, and that is your leader or the center focus of your life, then you need to try to emulate the attributes of that one that you see as the leader of your life. Yes. Doubt, the, the removal of doubt being one of them.
1: Wow. Well, that's powerful. I never thought about that, about doubt. I know try is a word that I do not use, and um, it is a word that doesn't exist in spiritual books either. And that's
3: um, it's done until it's it. not done. It's yeah, done until yeah. it's not done.
1: Yeah, try is just a continuous, continuous state of never arriving. Mhm. As long as
3: you're just trying. And your mind, and, and your, and your and the mind, or should I say, you want to kind of look at the universe like it's an apparatus designed to bring you what you want. And I'm talking about the spiritual universe here, not necessarily the planets or all like that. But it's designed to bring you that which you focus on and desire the most. that what you put the most mental energy on and start to move towards. That's what it's going to bring you. So if you're sitting here saying, okay, I want a BMW. Just pick anything because it really doesn't matter. I want a BMW, right? But then you say, yeah, but I know I don't make enough money to get it. i probably going to never make that type of money. If I do get the car, somebody probably going to steal it from me. Okay, the universe is going, all right, this person don't know what they want. I can't even get a real decision here. It mm-hmm. can't move push you until you make a decision. So you sit there and nothing ever happens. See? So it's like you have to start Mm -hmm. to move in a way that, oh, it's already done. Until I see that it's not done, well, how long is that going to take? I have no idea. But you keep moving. You don't get caught up in – even our concepts of time is horrible. Let me say this real quick, too, about our concepts of time. We really need to try to think, to consciously get away from TV time. And what I mean by TV time, I don't mean the time that you go and sit down and watch TV. I mean the concept of time in TV. At the beginning of a show, somebody could be at the bottom of the barrel. Sixty minutes later, they've conquered the world. Well, your subconscious doesn't know the difference. So you can start to think, well, this person on TV, on a subconscious level, went from having no money to being rich in 60 minutes or two hours, depending on if you're watching a movie or whatever it is you're watching. How come I haven't made my millions? How come I haven't been successful? Because you're on TV time. you think it's supposed to take you two hours to get it done. When the TV is really only giving you concepts of time, because it'll say ten years later, five years later, that's not how your subconscious is looking at it. is looking at it like we've been sitting here for 60 minutes and we watched this person go from zero to 100. What's our problem? So clearly something's wrong with us. You have to consciously think against that. It's almost like you need to make a joke of it, like, oh, okay, that was cool, but I know that was phony. And get back to dealing with things in reality. So, but that's so
1: important questions. for our children. I just think that statement you made is so extremely important, important for our children and our young people, especially who have grown up on TV. They. They mimic it. You see it. You see them mimicking what they see on TV. And I never even thought about the idea of time, but they are expecting that's an expectation that they're automatically growing up with because they so emulate what they see on TV and video. Mm-hmm. You know, and I never even thought about the concept and of time stable. that
3: they're emulating. It, stays with it. it, does, it doesn't change. It's, it's still right there in adults. It has. It never leaves. Mm-hmm. Just, you go with it your own thinking and remove that until you repro- reprogram yourself and tell yourself that's not real that's false that is not true unless somebody hits the lottery you don't go from being not necessarily broke I hate to use the word broke but not having the, the resources at your disposal to do what you need to do to having them in an hour no. mm-hmm. there's certain muscles you have to develop there's certain things that have to be built up for example the, the, uh, the little baby chick that's trying to get out of the egg you know the shell and all like that. It's on the inside and it's pecking at the shell. If, it could, if we could get into his mind it had a concept of thinking, it would be like, how long is this going to take? I'm steady hitting at this thing, and this thing is not cracking, but it's steady hitting at it. It's steady hitting its beak against it. Well, they say that the longer it hits against the inside of the shell, it builds up the muscles and the strength and the solidity of its beak. So once it does get through the shell, now it can better be able to deal with the forces of the environment in which it's in. So you have to build yourself up. The universe doesn't put anything on you that you're not ready to handle. So you're sitting here going, oh, okay, I want this, or oh, I want that, I want this man, I want this woman. And you're not prepared for them. You just know you want it. You're in kid mode. You know, you're in kid oh, mode, I just want Okay, now, once you get that type of person, oh, my God, I didn't know there were going to be this much maintenance. Yeah. (laughs) That's why you have to build yourself up and make sure that you're constantly developing self and focusing on and getting and gaining and knowledge of self on those three levels that we talked about. All right.
1: Well, um, what I want to – I want to play a little triumph here um, or to a place. This is by Jonathan Email. Again, we're celebrating our men. And as soon as we come back, I want you to move into the mixologist. I have put in a chat room and I have asked everyone one thing we want to have a measurable outcome from this show. So if everyone could go over and support Anthony by going to facebook.com forward slash the mixologist. That's M-I-X. O-L-O-G-I-S-T-S-T-L Yeah, The Mixologist Mm S-T-L And um, just the link is in the chat room If not, just write it down This is a great interactive show As far as being um, on the internet You can listen and go and just like the page And and review it But let's support our brother by liking the page That's H-T-T-P Colin forward slash four slash Facebook dot com forward slash the mixologist S T L. Now we're gonna to go to a place and he's gonna come back and talk to us about the
2: mixologist.
5: People always ask me. Why do you, why do you address so many issues in your lyrics and verses? Y'all were talking about something like, so topical. You know, and I just tell them, I can't separate myself from this movement. This music is just a part of a movement. So y'all, yeah, beat be beat beep, beat hop, beat hop, like da, 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 da. We can't I put my we love in an empire. No, 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 that'll take me to a new place where we can be okay. Baby, baby. Yo, I'm from another place. From another world. Be baby boy, be baby girl, be all that you could be and be much more. Make them feel it from the basement to the ground floor, to the ceiling, to the rooftop. This is passion, this is hip-hop. See the science and the art we exhibit Blow like chemistry moves. It's like physics, it's hip-hop You can feel the anguish Brothers click-clack more like African language Everybody claim it fresher than a subway anguish. Everybody got a brother or a cousin who rapping Got dudes, snap shoes and leave the laces Put metal in your mouth and I don't mean And They ain't lawyers but they move cases Deep together need an exodus Let's take them to a place for real Meat drop, be-bop, me me hop beat like done, no, 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 no. we can't not put my love in a different place. No, so let's take 'em to a place where we can be okay, baby, baby. Yo, I'm from another place, from another era. Martin Malcolm Mandela, brother Che We are the future. This track is a throwback. Life's real, yo. You could never Kodak. And I know that, so never blow at, some push, some pull, stay on Prozac, some abused by the streets like with suspension, a different space, I need a new dimension, flow so hard I got hypertension, blood pressure, pressure on the wheel, ghetto, hear me still cause I'm speaking on the rail, and if you live there, you're not living well, don't front on me, please just fall back, leave your hangups and just Call back because you're living in a balance. I don't rep the ghetto, I rep humanity. We drop, we pop, we eat hot beat, hop, beat knock, like nah, 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 nah. No, 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 let's take
2: him to a place where we can be okay,
1: baby, baby. We were just listening to um Jonathan E and that was his place. Um His piece to a place by Jonathan email, and now we're back if you like to call in the call-in number is six four six seven one six seven nine nine four again, that call number is six four six seven one six seven nine nine four and this is Soul Purpose Tuesdays. I'm walking in wellness with our special guest, Anthony Stewart, the mixologist, and he's going to share more about his new title as the mixologist. Hello? Yes.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> the mixologist or being a mixologist is normally attributed to drinks, alcoholic drinks, and or DJs in mixing music. I decided to do a play on that and attribute it to making healthy food and healthy drinks. <laughs> so I'm a mixologist, and uh, you know, going by the title, the mixologist, but I blend foods. As my subtitle says, they're blending foods and drink to stun the senses. So the whole concept is around uh, bringing to people foods that, that are graphically appealing, photogenically appealing. They are healthy. No white salt. No white sugar. None of that. No uh, uh, canola oil or anything like that. All organic vegetables. You know, if, if we're using eggs, we're using the, the no GMO. Uh, you know, eggs that come from cage free. You know, animals and whatnot. We're not using anything that could be considered uh, chemically imbalancing to the bottle. I mean, to the to the body. Now, some people can say, well, you know, you're dealing with meat, or you're dealing with that, and you're dealing with this, or you know, you're not raw. You're cooking your vegetables still have to approach people in a way that they can understand. You just can't run over people and say, okay, don't eat me anymore. They might look at you like you're crazy, you know, <laughs> like, okay, whatever, and go back to eating the same crap they were eating. So in other words, you have to come to them in a language they can understand, in a diet they can understand, and say, okay, you eat chicken or whatever it is you eat. Now, I don't do any beef or pork dishes. That's just me. I don't do anything like that. But you come and say, okay, you eat fish or whatever it is you eat. How about when you're seasoning them? We take away the white salt. We take away the white sugar. We take away the you know the MSG and the red forty and the yellow number fives and all these other chemicals that we don't know anything about. So you can keep eating the types types of foods that you eat, but we're gonna pull out some of the the uh, processed things that have been put into them that that actually help to make look better the, the cheaper foods that you're actually getting. We're going to get rid of all of those and have you eat real food, healthy foods, and they can look beautiful and they can taste beautiful. So that is the angle by which I'm approaching uh, the whole thing with the food. I want to get people to, to eat healthier and embrace eating and get women and men cooking again instead of just going out for fast food and whatnot and having fun in the kitchen. So once I actually start with the videos and stuff like that, you'll see how I'm you know my whole demeanor and my attitude when I'm in the kitchen and whatnot. I like I love cooking. It is fun. It is stress-relieving. And I like trying to get the attention of my children with the food. You know, because the taste buds are still developing and I'm trying to get them to, okay. I know know y'all used to have used to having, you know, maybe, you know, bad you know, foods that aren't as healthy as they need to be. So we're gonna try to pull you over this way here with these different ingredients. I'm trying to figure out a way that I can make healthy taste just as good as unhealthy but actually benefit people.
1: Well, that's excellent, you know. Um I think I'm going to have to incorporate a lot of of you um, into my I'm Walking in Wellness program. I'm developing a curriculum, and I'm just seeing more and more because those are the same goals I'm going after. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that the difference is, because a lot of information we've been given, is just finding people a way to relate to actually, you know, to, to create images in their minds. A lot of times Mm -hmm. I feel they don't have that ability to create images in their minds. But um, one thing I see that you do, you you post these, you know, like wonderfully delicious looking foods all the time online. What can someone, you know, when they see it, what can they do? You know, okay, I see this, this looks great, what do I do next?
3: Exactly. So what I'm going to start doing in there is uh, placing up different videos and, you know, training videos to teach people how to cook, and I'll have, you know, putting together my recipe book and all like that. But right now I'm just in the first phase, you know, getting people's attention. I want them to go, wow, wait a minute, what's that? You know, and get them caught up in it. And then as they start working with the different ingredients and whatnot, then they can go, oh, wow, I can make this myself, showing them how to make it. Like it's not that that hard. All you got to do is cut the onions like this, cut the vegetables like this, or get the vegetables from over here, not from over here. You know, this is how you cook it. You don't cook the meat that long. You just cook it right here. You cook it like this, you know. So they, they'll they get into it, you know, as I get into the different tutorials and stuff like that. I'm almost certain of it because most people who I'm around now, they, you know, they look at me and they say, hey, when is your first cooking class? So I'm in the process of setting up uh, all of that here in St. Louis so I can start doing uh, training here in person as well as with the videos and whatnot.
1: Okay, because that's just what you are good at teaching. <laughs> that is great. That's how I was saying. Like, wow, how can I incorporate this in our program? Cause we get the tutorials, and so I'm definitely going to. Um, our first quarter, we're just focusing on getting to know ourselves and our bodies, but after that, I'm I'm scheduling um, the food portion with you because unfortunately, okay. some of our good people are just not around anymore. I actually went to look for a group that's no longer at our farmers' market so um and again, here where technology allows us to be interactive and So I'm I'm hoping eventually you're going to turn this into a television program because I don't know if our public knows this is the master of video, not just recording (laughs) video, editing video, production video. He has built from scratch the best video site there is MTV. No one can touch the quality of his video site that he built from scratch. So if it's coding, writing code, whatever, he can do it, and he's self-taught. That's what's so amazing. But, you know, continue to
3: share with us. Well, I mean, that's the the, the primary thing. That's so far as uh, the mixologist is concerned. It's creating uh, wonderful looking food, wonderful tasting food, and educating people at the same time. It was, it was interesting because uh, I had to, uh, I needed to make some chicken breasts last night. And I don't particularly like chicken breasts because they tend to be dry. And so uh, I said, well, let me to try to figure out a way that I can do this. So, I, you know, I seasoned them the way that I normally season them. And I took them out to grill them. I got the uh, stovetop grill. And as I started uh, grilling them, I said, well, let me go ahead, because normally when I grill uh, chicken thighs or chicken breasts, I'll put it on the grill for, like, 60 seconds on one side and then flip it over and cook it for 60 seconds on the other side. Now, this isn't cooking the meat. I'm just trying to get it to not stick to the grill, mm-hmm. number one, because – a couple of things happen when you just leave it sitting on the grill like that. You're hardening the outer exterior, the skin part. So mm-hmm. that becomes so hard that it starts to keep some of the heat, some of the heat from coming through the skin to, to cook the rest of the meat, which is okay. why you've got to leave usually in, uh, leaving it on the uh, grill for so long because you're waiting for it to cook through. But it has to get through that shell that you've created by leaving it on that side for so long. So mm-hmm. our, okay. 60 seconds on one side, 60 seconds on the other side, right? Then I will go and slice into the meat thinly, mm. you know, just thin with this. Not cutting all the way through it, but slice into it so that the mm-hmm. inside of it is exposed halfway through. So then I'll yeah. flip that back over so they can start to cook through that side, and then I'll slice thinly into it on the other side. Now, this is all while it's on the grill, you know, so that that side can be exposed. And then once I feel like they've cooked through enough on each side, then I'll add the rest of my seasonings and I'll add uh, a little bit of agave. I'll pour agave over so that I can seep down into those those cuts that I have on there and finish it up with mm-hmm. my uh, final little bread. So I, like you'll see the picture that's on the uh on uh Facebook of the uh the grill chicken. Chicken breast that I have up there. That came from last night. hmm
1: Well that sounds great. You know what, I just learned I just learned doing that trick, um, myself. I just I don't like chicken breasts that much also because they're dry. Mm -hmm. I just started, I think the past, like, three months, just started doing a trick into, you know, cutting into my meat a little bit and, um, you know, slicing into it and doing my Mm -hmm. seasoning. And um, that's just been my attempt at because I don't really like dry meat. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I serve it a lot. So um, that sounds like a great trick, great technique. I never thought, I never realized that with the skin. Mm-hmm. So, I know this is going to be a great learning series, and um, yeah, I really, it is. I mean, um, and, and,
3: and I'm enjoying it. I mean, I'm 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 loving it. I, I enjoy a lot of things that I do, else I wouldn't have been doing them. But this, at this point in time, is the most exciting, most fun-filled, most peace bringing activity that I am engaging in. And, and yeah, any, yeah, yeah. another thing too, when you take a look at the uh, chicken that's on that site, you'll see that it's a little. Uh, barbecue sauce on top there i made that from scratch so wow. you make your own things because 90 cause of the barbecue sauces out here have white salt white sugar oh yeah They're, I mean, that's like yeah. <laughs> that's dominating some of everything so if you want to keep you know and i'm not even talking about the other stuff that has pork in it and whatnot we just strictly talking about white salt white sugar and those things can yeah. be replaced
1: and also for diabetics um you know that's another reason like i said um When I stopped eating beef and pork, my church, for some reason, felt I was some kind of nutrition expert. So they've asked me to speak on nutrition stuff. I'm like, I don't know. So I would have to actually go out and research Mm -hmm. to learn more. So, you know, I learned a lot more. And then I did have a brother in law that just recently passed. So he's a certified naturopath. um, um, well-known speaker, started the Delaware Valley Association of Naturopaths. Um, speak, spoke all over the country. So, far as the holistic part, you know, had a lot of knowledge. But um,
4: mm-hmm.
1: my mom got sick and different things. I realized just how far away the diet became, and I had to take care of her, so I wasn't able to earn income outside the home like I normally do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what happens is, and this is the problem found, eating well seems to be a lot of times can be so um, expensive. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would love to, you know, any thoughts and tips that you have on mm-hmm. to eating higher quality foods And the other thing I started to talk about as far as diabetics, my mom's diabetic, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like certain choices I can find. Like I use either Stevia, Truvia, Mm -hmm. and I use Mm -hmm. the Agava. um, I use that Mm
4: -hmm. period.
1: I don't don't even use refined sugar at all, but I use the Agava Mm -hmm. just generally in the house. But the Stevia and Truvia is also zero calories, and it doesn't drive the blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those are things I use substitute for sweeteners. But that was one of the things I had a problem with, barbecue sauce, finding mm-hmm. one that who ingredients were even palatable. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. even anywhere near acceptable, that would not drive up the blood sugar level.
3: Mm-hmm. So. Well, once again, you can still use stevia. You just have to be careful with the amounts that you add to it. That's a little tricky thing there, and that's like uh, – Uh, a skill, a a, a measurement thing, a system that you need to develop because if you put the wrong amount of stevia in there, you can kill a whole meal real quick. So it's like uh, once you get, you know, kind of skilled with the amount and what, it depends on the type of stevia you're using too because there's so many different types, especially since the commercial industry has gotten in on it. I usually just go get um, just raw stevia. I can get like a um, matter of fact, I wish I had it in front of me right now. I get this one canister that's like 30 bucks now, but that one thing lasts for months. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally months, because it has a little mini scoop in there. It's just straight raw stevia extract. Nothing else is added, just straight raw stevia extract, and it lasts for months. So uh, I would say definitely use that, and also get away from the white salt if you can. And when I say get away from the white salt, a lot of people think, a lot of people, because I I had one person who I started preparing some meals for, she was saying how, she's like, no, I don't use white salt at all. I was like, man, if I look in your, in your refrigerator, she's like, yeah, and I open up her refrigerator. Dang, Every, everything in there had white salt in it. Tell me everything in there. I mean, if you got sauces, nine times out of ten you got white salt in there. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, different type of products, all you got to do is flip them over and look right at them. Even if they say kosher, flip them over and look at them, nine times out of ten you're going to see salt and sugar. So these things are still going into your system because a lot of the foods we eat will flood them with sauces mm-hmm. just because we're trying to get it to taste better. So mm-hmm. you want to get away from, uh, if you can, Engaging sauces, and I have some some things to sell too on my own on site, uh, okay. dealing with seasoning and spices. But I want to get into showing people how to make their own. So, to replace salt, I use the pink Himalayan salt.
4: And okay.
3: pink Himalayan salt is a natural salt. And just to give you a quick, do, do I have like a quick minute to talk a little bit about salt? Go ahead. All right. The salt that we get, the white salt that comes in a little blue container, usually with the girl with the umbrella, (laughs) the salt that we normally get, the white salt, that is natural salt, which isn't white. It's a different, usually like pink or a darker color, something like that. They will take that salt, or what they used to do, historically speaking, is extract all the minerals from it, and then Mm -hmm. the remainder they would sell very, 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 very cheaply because they would take those minerals and then put them in the drug industry, sell them to the drug industry, and make money. Right, yeah. So uh, historically speaking, the salt, people were starting to become retarded some years ago. Just look up a history of salt. So they figured out that, dad, what is this making the people retarded? Well, they took all the minerals out for one, so they found out that if they just put iodine back in the salt, then people would stop becoming retarded, which is like when you go to the store now and you see salt, iodinized salt. That means they mm-hmm. put the iodine back in it. So a lot of times when we go to the store and buy sea salt – we don't know that when it's said, because usually on the sea salt packages, it will clearly state this product does not have enough iodine in it for the, the amount of nutrients that your body needs. It'll state that on there because they already know it's not healthy for you, even the sea salt. If it doesn't have iodine in there, it could end up making you retarded, literally. All you got to do is do the, the, the check out the Okay. History. So I use pink Himalayan salt because not only does it have iodine, it's got dang every other mineral that's already naturally in your body. Now, is it more expensive? Yes. So you ask the question about how can we go into this healthier zone without breaking the bank? Well, it's called a holistic diet. In other words, you don't use – you don't just go get one thing. You get these things, and then you mix them with other things. So, for example, I just don't – we just don't put pink Himalayan salt on food around here. Uh-uh, I created a spice. I call it Layla Spice. I named it after my daughter. But in my Layla Spice, yes, it's pink Himalayan uh, salt to, to to boost the flavorful taste of the other herbs, but I got parsley, basil, oregano, garlic granules, onion powder, paprika, cayenne, turmeric, ginger, all these other things are mixed in it, organic versions of those things that I just said. So it becomes less expensive. I'm not going through a whole thing of, of salt. We're going through the Layla spice, which the salt lasts I don't know how long when you do it that way. Same thing when you're trying to put together a, a really good meal. Say if you go to the store and say, all right, well, I want to get this chicken over here that's, as opposed to the chicken over here that's $5. (laughs) I wish to tell you something right there. Something something is wrong (laughs) if this one over here is $5 and you can get 15 pieces, you know, and this one over (laughs) here is like a dollar a piece. Something is different. So if you say, all right, I'm going to go ahead and get this $15 piece. You don't eat all the chicken that night. You take that, you take a portion of that chicken, maybe one, two, three pieces, and you prepare those properly, dice them up, add them to a stir fry.
4: Mm -hmm. Dice them
3: up, sprinkle it over some pasta. See, it's like we got to get creative with how we mix these things because, yeah, you will mess around and go broke because they got to set up to, to you know, no, nah, if you want the healthy stuff, we're going to make you pay. All right, fine. If that's the case, then let me get things, you uh, know, in, in a holistic way. I'm not getting chicken just so we can just eat chicken all tonight, and that's the only thing we're going to eat. No, we're going to add a couple pieces here, a couple parts there, put it over here with this, and bring it together. Now, so far as vegetables are concerned, real quick, I always recommend going to, like, an international store, or a farmer's market, like you said, because it's it's going to be cheaper to get these organic and healthier foods than if you go to, like, Whole Foods and try to get the organic stuff.
2: Yes, right? Whole Foods got, is
3: they, the yeah, – they're the most
1: a, expensive of every, everyone.
3: Exactly. Um, you got Trader Joe's and some other places like that, but it's easier to go to these farmer markets and to go to a, a international food store. We got one here called J International, and – if you don't get in there by a certain time, that stuff is, is – because they're going to take it down. If they don't sell it, they're taking mm-hmm. it down because it's, they don't have any chemicals in it to keep it propped up and looking all shiny and pretty and all like that. You know what yes. I mean? So mm-hmm. you have to go in there and get it while it's, it's fresh and it's available. And if they don't get it, like I say, they'll take it and throw it out. But uh, you want to yeah. go that route to pay for the vegetables. It's a lot cheaper than just going to – like, for example, I could go get some organic tomatoes, the cherry tomatoes from Whole Foods, and it will cost me 4 or $5 full of bundle. If I go to Jay's, I can get that same bundle for $2. Mm-hmm. $3 different right there. Yeah.
1: That's, you know, we so. have, a, um, oh yes, luckily this is near me. <laughs> it's called the produce junction. I can actually walk there. Oh, and, um, it's like much easier than going, you know, um, it's more affordable and it, it's in, it's bigger quantities. And so sometimes what we do, because sometimes we even get more quantities that we can then we can use before it goes bad. But we, you know, that's what you do with your neighbors and different. You get so much and divide it up amongst everybody. So the food doesn't go bad, but it's just, you know, $2 will get you so much more. There exactly. at the produce junction compared to the um, supermarket
4: mm-hmm.
1: and um, the farmers market we use in our area in Philadelphia, our farm area is coming from the Amish country. So the Amish mm-hmm. come down and sell. But um, you which, know,
3: which which yeah. brings up one other point there, real quick. Mm-hmm. Went like the the uh, international food store that we have here. It it amazes me that you would be so hard pressed to find African Americans in there. You will find Jewish people in there. You will find Arab people in there. You will find Asian people in there. You will find people straight from Africa in there. <laughs> African-Americans, psh, not happening. And it's like here's the yeah. healthier food. Here's the healthier, fresher source, and it's cheaper. That make a difference. We got to go to you know, whatever the major chain store is or the local corner store where they're charging you high for this pink-dyed meat or whatever they've done to it or whatever. Instead of going down here to this other place But I guess it's too far for us I don't know what's going on But we need to overcome those barriers in our mind To save our own lives yeah,
1: Well, and I, it must also change Now, I'll admit in Philadelphia It's not quite so But I think maybe mm-hmm. because with Temple University We have a PASSET um, program And
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, there are programs and different things That, you know, where people teach They go get classes And um we have certain these collaborative groups Because so, I could go down to a market at Scenes, which is cheaper than the whole foods And mm-hmm. sometimes you can get More raw things like I probably can go down There and get like you can get your salt Raw and you just get about a pound And bag it mm-hmm. up down at the Scenes. but I'll walk into Sonia Sanchez down there um, You know you just run Into a lot of different people there's actually a whole Community you know of people From healers to um, herbalists And different things so Um, You know, we do have it, but, um, you know, my goal is it becoming the best-kept secret. And then for Mm -hmm. those who don't come from that thought pattern, I just was lucky. Um, You know, honestly, by 21, my body was rejecting itself, and I couldn't figure Mm -hmm. out why. And I realized from the time that I had left home at 18... Mm -hmm. Because we used to eat chicken so much. I said, if I eat another piece of chicken, I'll fly. (laughs) So (laughs) I went on a strike against chicken, but I didn't realize it, how my diet had changed so much until it was around 21 or so, and I just kept air in my body so much, and it stayed so painful. I wasn't comfortable to lay down and do this and then that. But I realized I've been eating beef almost ever since I had left home. So I had left home, went to college, went to the service, got married. And mm-hmm. then with my husband, I looked at, their the way they made food was so different. They would do a double starch and a lot more butter. That's not how, you know, we ate at home. When I looked how my diet had changed. Mm-hmm. I started looking up things, and then, you know, like I said, we had a community. My sister was into the holistic thing. It was a thing down at Pass Up at Temple. You know, you had that crew, so it was always people talking about it, and I somehow just gravitated to that whole thing, and then maybe by going into the arts, I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. you... Um, when you find people, search out people, and I just think the biggest thing is for those people who have no thought pattern is just to show them how. Because, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, how much more money you have to spend if, when you go to the supermarket if you just want a better quality food. And then, you know, that's the whole issue also, the reduction of meat, because the supermarket meats, first of all, they almost all of them are frozen. Mm-hmm. So the quality of the meat in a supermarket is not nearly as good. Exactly. So but um I just wanna thank you, Anthony, so much for being our guest. Thank you you are me. definitely the sole purpose man, the sole purpose lifestyle. Um and you just have so much to give and you know, so much to share and we're gonna be here to support you. So everyone, you know, before thank we close this nice. out, go to Facebook dot com, the mixologist S T L go to the page, like the page. And um the other one is stopthinkin'be dot com for the book shift stop thinking be without doubt is definitely worth the investment, a great read, but more than reading it, actually do the exercises. Have
2: your Definitely.
1: favorite week. You know, just go through it. Even if you do these type of things, it's good to sometimes just look at things a little differently We're always works in progress and, you know, in order mm-hmm. to reach a higher level of self. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and we're just going to keep out on the look for the mixologist who in the video and tutorials are together. But in the exactly. meantime, how we support the brother is by sharing and passing the word. And so that's the same thing with soul purpose. If you, you know, not if you, this is about experiencing a, you know, holistic lifestyle. We have all natural, pure essential oils used in all of our products, spa quality, um so it's um, just a great way because just as important as what's in our body is what we put on our body. And Anthony could give you a whole lesson in that. <laughs> but our skin is porous, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so what we put in our body does seep into our tissues and bloodstream. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so we, you know, we'll talk about more about those things as we go on. Mm-hmm. But we want to support our community, support our men, and happy Father's Day.
3: Well, thank you very, very much, and happy belated Mother's Day to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you. Well, my birthday's next Wednesday, too, if you want to send me a gift. <laughs> well, all right. I'll definitely
3: work on that.
1: But um just want to um, say happy Father's Day, celebrate you as a man, and we just all want to continue to live this soul-purpose lifestyle. We're all here for a reason. We all have a purpose, and we've all been given gifts and talents in order for us to use to help us on this purpose journey of our lives. So um, that's my closing statement. You can visit us again online at www.imwalkinginwellness.com. And, Anthony, I'm going to let you close it out with your closing statement.
3: Uh, Find the best. The best thing you can do in life is be the first one to work in your own best interest. So you want to find the best in every aspect of life that you engage in life in on a mental level, a spiritual level, and a physical level. Always find the best.